I'm Ian Abernethy of the ianabernethy.com podcast and you're listening to Karate Cafe. Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. It's Paul Wilson here with another episode of Karate Cafe. And just one 720 spinning back kick away from me is my good friend, Dan Williams. Dan, how are you? I'm doing well. Ooh, a 720, huh? I'm sure you can pull that off, no problem. I was actually kind of hoping you were going to do it because, you know, my hip is as, as I can. <laughs> um, uh, you know, the, the, there's the distance. I, I could do it. I just don't feel like it right now. Okay, there you go. I thought maybe, you know, with the, with the winter, uh, you know, and, and spring springing across this great <laughs> land of ours, that maybe you were going to feel a little frisky. I want to do the jump. <laughs> maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll be sure to videotape that. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> we're back. Uh, you know, we uh, are, are trying to get through the questions that uh, our good friend Ryan sent us. Um, we got some, uh, it felt good answering actual, actual, you know, listener questions. So kind of excited about, uh, uh, keeping on with that. He's got a couple more questions. We're going to try and get to those, uh, in the window. And then, um, you know, again, as we say, you guys can write in an email and tweet and whatever. How would, how, how would they do that? They could, they, they, they could get on the, the inner Googles, log on to their uh, worldwide web and go to uh, karate cafe at gmail.com. Or uh, on the on the tweet the tweeter bills, uh, you know <laughs> it's just at Karate Cafe. Um, so <clears throat> we got that going for us. So so please send it in. Uh, so uh, it, Ryan's questions uh, were as follows. He had he had a couple more, and so we're gonna lightly touch on uh, on a couple of them. Uh, one was let's see, it was about ah. It was about uh, showing up at a new dojo. So he says uh, he moved uh, uh, to the D.C. area, I believe, and was looking for a new dojo. And he says, I found a good dojo, and they've invited me to join their organization. I applaud them for their openness. Uh, But the application is giving me pause because it contains a lot of personally identifying information. Full names, social security number, employer, job title, educational background, home address, and contact info. We live in the age of identity theft, and I'm not interested in giving any of this information out. Maybe some to my sensei, who I know, but to the organization as a whole, I'm not exactly sure who they are. And so he asked, what information do we require from our students, and what have we given out to our teachers or our organization? Uh, does it seem invasive? And do you think it's all, a run to run, all to run background checks on students? Uh, and then he says, in quotes, or in parentheses, background checks on students could probably be an entire podcast episode on its own. Call me cynical, but the job title employer in education seems a great way to determine how much money I can make and how much they can squeeze me for. Am I being too paranoid here? So the, the answer to his question is, uh, is it too much information? Yes. Is he being paranoid? No. Um, <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys next week Done. on Party right. Cafe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you no. Know, uh, I, I mean, this this to me, uh, it, it's it's funny because I I think of this kind of stuff as like I don't know personal information self defense, right? Uh, I am I am very very careful with especially with my social security number, um, and uh, you know I I understand uh, being a technology guy that for for institutions to try and personally identify you, uh, SOCH is, is extremely convenient. Um, but 
I, I wouldn't give anybody my social security number. Um, and in fact, I, I really, I don't, I don't like to give people any information that I don't feel like they need. Uh, you know, if, if they want to know your address um, and your phone number, that makes sense, right? They, they need to cancel class. They need to call you. They want to send out a flyer for a, a camp or a promotion. Uh, I get that. Uh, uh, but anything beyond that, uh, I would, you know, if, if you're not comfortable with just saying, no, I'm not going to give this to you, um, then you can lie about it. A, one of the super easy ways is that, um, social security numbers never start with a nine. So all you need to do is, is, is replace, uh, you know, just put a fake social and start with a nine. Uh, and you know that, you know, you're not giving them anyone else's, uh, and, uh, you know, you don't have to necessarily confront, confront somebody with, I'm not going to give you my social. I'm not comfortable with that. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's my take. Right. And I mean, there's, yeah, there are times where I think maybe martial arts schools, especially when they start calling themselves academies are, uh, you know, maybe a little full themselves. And, uh, and uh, I trying to think they need to be more professional maybe than they need to be. Uh, I can totally see where, where Ryan would have a, um, uh, a little bit of paranoia about, you know, them trying to figure out, you know, what his job title and stuff was. I mean, I, I don't, it, it, and we all know, cause you know, I mean, we're in, we're in tech, you know, and, and I'm sort of in the big data field and, you know, it'd be, I suppose at some point there would be you know, value added to some martial organization to dig in and see, check their demographics and see, you know, how to focus their efforts. Uh, I have, I take issue with that because I don't think that's important at all for martial arts. You know, I, I mean, I think there's a, on, on the, uh, there's this thing that took over for, for MySpace called Facebook and I'm on there from time to time. And there's a, the ads that'll come up and there's ones about like, uh, for martial art, wealth mastery you know for for uh oh yeah for schools and, and, and I'm, I'm like you know that's not the point <laughs> and and you know maybe i'm being a martial hipster but you know i mean i i would like to make money off martial arts you know that would be that would be fantastic if i could do that as a career but as we've discussed before i think there are times where if that's your focus you've lost sight of the other part and, you know, granted, I'm sure there are people out there who, who can handle both sides of the fence. But, you know, uh, if, 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 if your whole goal is to try and make more money off of this thing, which I think is probably everyone's goal, uh, you know, really, at the end of the day, um, this, this, I think, is, is a field where it, it probably needs to be the last thing you think of as far as, you know, like, like trying to, like, you know, more tightly focus your you know, target demographics to increase. Well, it's like, you know, teach well and teach a good art, you know, and, and, and make it a, an environment that people want to go to and the appropriate number of people will show up. Um, well, that, and I, I, you know, the, the idea that maybe he is being a little bit paranoid, right? Because my guess is, is that this is a, a form that was provided by, a prepackaged piece of software that uh, their association purchased online, and they the the prepackaged piece of software says 
have everyone fill out this form. And these are the things this form includes. And they just kind of are, they're, what, what, they're, they're not thinking, they're not thinking, right? They're just going, here, I got this form. Okay, student, fill this form out. And probably what happens is that data goes into a database somewhere and is never looked at or referenced again. Um, the, the big problem is, is that if that database gets hacked or, uh, someone less than honest, uh, that already has access to that, you know, takes a look at all these social security numbers and, um, you know, addresses and phone numbers and all that jazz. Uh, well, honestly, if you have, if you have SOCH zip code and phone number, uh, that is a lot of identity right there. Um, <clears throat> so, I, I, I would, I would say that it's, it's probably unintentional, um, but yeah, just, just not a good idea to give that some, give someone that much access. To right. You. And I mean, like, in, you know, maybe I'm from, I'm from a kinder, simpler time. You know, we got. Um, uh, I mean, I think I'm high tech because I, I use this service called the Dojo Manager. And, uh, and I also, uh, you know, uh, our, our, uh, student information sign up sheet, you know, that we have everyone sign up. Uh, it doesn't ask for a social security number. It, uh, you know, it asks for birth date, you know, and address and, and phone numbers and emails and stuff like that. Um, and then after I take that information, you know, I put mm-hmm. the information that I need in the dojo manager, visit the dojo manager.com for all your martial arts. <laughs> yes, uh, indeed. And, um, but, uh, you know, and then I, I shred the document. And so, it, but, you know, I know that, like, I mean, well, and I, I made it into a PDF so you can fill it out online, right? Yep. And print it yep. out. So, you know, then if they don't, if they save that document, then that document's sitting on there. So it has your personal identification information. But, I mean, so... And, they but it's it, also limited information. You well, know? yes, the, yeah, the, but I'm, so I'm saying, like, in this case, so, like, you know, they hand that to me, and they're trusting... That this instructor, or you know, admin mm-hmm. person for the dojo, is putting this information in somewhere and is handling it correctly, and then destroying it cor- correctly. So, That's right. but like you know, uh, I remember a time where we were supposed to like mail the the uh, sign up waiver stuff to like directors and whatnot. And you know, I don't know where that went. That, but that would just go to <laughs> you know wherever. So I mean, you know, so the first level of self defense. Is awareness, right? So, yep. you know, if you go to a martial arts school and they ask you to sign or write some information down and give them some information, yeah, I, I absolutely think you should be aware and go, like, okay, where's this information going? Yeah. You know, especially well, now, and, you know, how is it being safeguarded? You know, what are you doing with it when it's done? You know? Yeah. I, I think the other thing, too, um, that is is important to keep in mind is this this idea of the 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 master and the association and and how much better and cool and what an honor it is for you to be a part of their school and and you know their tradition and and all this bs it's just like okay <laughs> we live in the 20th century you are a customer they are providing you a service which is teaching you something um, now, now that's not to say that it, that it, that it can't extend beyond that. And, and it oftentimes doesn't carry on some of those traditions. Um, 
but the the idea of the old you know Saturday morning kung fu movies that that I was so lucky to to watch as a child and that you know you you bowed and scraped to your master and and did whatever they asked I I I don't think that is reality today so keep in mind um that that you're still their customer you are still paying for a service because back in those days the students didn't pay their instructors anything they lived and worked with them but but they didn't they didn't pay them nothing so you're paying someone to learn and when you leave class there was an exchange of goods and services and that's it so you don't owe them anything uh and it don't feel obligated to 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 give them anything that you're not comfortable giving them all right it's it yeah, and, and self-defense one-on-one, right? You know, you, you shouldn't do yeah. that, you know, with anybody. You know, everyone's all worried about, you know, uh, RFID securing their, mm-hmm. uh, you know, information and blah, blah, blah. And then, but, you know, you would think that, that well, you know, that's actually kind of interesting because there was a couple of years ago, um, there was a big kerfuffle back in Texas that um, I guess they, uh, they, they, you know, for like uh, daycares and, and you know, um, schools and stuff, uh, uh, businesses that, that, that deal with, with children, um, they were doing a thing where they started, uh, you know, they would do background checks, right? So if you go to work for a daycare, they would run a, back, a background check on you. Um, now, that makes sense. You're caring for children. Right. So. And so, and, and, you know, like to his question, he says, do you think they're running background checks on children, on students? Yeah, probably not because that costs money. <laughs> and so, right, you know, yeah, it know doesn't really, it doesn't really, I mean, uh, like maybe somebody's going to become an instructor, you know, I, I could see that as part of right. like someone becoming yep. an inst- instructor or starting their own dojo or, you uh-huh. know, it's like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but then I don't know really, you know, it, then that's internal, you know, like, oh no, you can't have yeah. a, you, you can't represent our style because you've got the background yeah. check. But, um, well, and I but, mean, imagine if, if you walked into class one day and they said, oh, uh, we're drug testing everyone today. You'd be right. like, what? You're right. doing what now? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I I assume that it would be within their you know right to do it, but you know, you it's know. all yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I like I say, I I think that um this this air of privilege that that some schools and instructors project is only to their benefit, right? The 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 mystical qualities of the arts is something that either consciously or subconsciously uh, you want to build up because that only builds up your reputation that you're the, the mystic master sitting on the mountain and people should just people should unquestioningly do what you say uh, and that, that that's not the way it works <laughs> well it's the way it works for you and I all right well um, but uh, for everybody else you know, it's just a bunch of BS. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so uh, yeah, to get to my, my point on that whole background check thing, um, Texas passed a law or they put an amendment on the law or whatever that basically anything that you uh, worked with children at a, I think it was like at a certain age range, uh, including like after school programs, you then had to get a background check. Like everybody that was involved with the, the probably had to get a background check. And so I got an email from uh, somebody 
who, you know, and it was basically copied to a whole bunch of martial art instructors. And they're like, oh, we need to fight this as martial art instructors because, you know, that's really going to, you know, be bad for, you know, it's going to cost us money and yada, 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 and put us under scrutiny. And then they, they can do this and our insurance rates. And there's all this whole big blow up about. And for me, I was like, well, I mean, what are you worried about? It's just, it's just, it's just like, well, you know, if, if you're providing this service for people's children, people give you money to go pick up their kids after school and, you know, take care of them for an hour or two and make sure they do their homework, supposedly, and teach them martial arts and blah, 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 blah. What's the problem? I, you know, I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see the problem. And then uh, there was, there was like a whole kind of thing. And this is, and then, you know, from the martial arts standpoint, it's a, it's like, you know, says I would be more um, offended that I'm being classified as a daycare rather than, you know, <laughs> right. And it's like basically you're saying like that's really going to hurt you because you know you're basically a place for people to stash their kids until they get home. And so there was all that. And then of course, flash yeah. forward a few years, and the guy was accused of some sexual improprieties and lost his whole school. And you know, just, there was like a whole like, okay, well maybe there was a reason. Ouch. You know, you know, it's um, <clears throat> so that's the kind of, yeah, you know, that's the kind of thing where. Yeah, you know, personal information, it goes both ways, you know, it's, you know, it's yeah. like, well, if they want your social security number, well, then we want yours, you know, so it's a tip for that, right? <laughs> That's right. That would be fantastic to say, well, you give me yours, I'll, I'll give you mine. Right. And uh, because yeah, if, if you want me to trust you with your, with my information, then you should also, and, and, you know, it's part of the circle of trust that we have in martial arts once you get on the floor, right? You trust the uke to do a certain thing. You trust the tori yeah. to do a certain thing. So, uh, yeah, I think the, uh, the, the organization is asking for too much and I would just basically, yeah. I mean, clearly I'm, I'm thinking Ryan's probably not waiting for us to answer this. Uh, I'm, I'm hope so. I hope so. But for anyone else there, I mean, I would probably yeah. strike it out and just say like, I'm not, I'm not gonna give that information. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I've had, you know, uh, students who are like involved in, in info security and stuff kind of ask me, uh, about like, you know getting their, their picture taken too much and stuff or posting too much stuff on Facebook mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm like, mm -hmm. eh, you know, fair enough. You know, it's, it's part of the deal. It's, you know, yep. and when I do my seminars, I make sure I put a photo release and say like, look, we're taking pictures of this. I'm going to use this for marketing. Yeah. If you have a problem with it, you need to let me know. Uh, yeah. and well, well, and that's the thing is that I'm, I'm guessing like, uh, he can, he can probably trust their intention. Their intention is like I say, this is the form that our software gives us. The, the thing that you have to go past that is, do you, do, do you trust their ability to keep that information secure? Uh, and I would probably say no, since they're not experts in trying to keep that kind of data secure. Uh, and, you know, uh, it's one thing if, if you're doing YouTube videos and things like that, you're... Your intention, for example, is just to put it on YouTube so that other people can watch it and, and see what's going on. Uh, and if, if somebody's not comfortable with that, then that, that should be okay. I guess, I guess you're, the point that you're, that you're making is if you don't want to provide that, then if anyone is okay with that, it should be a, a martial arts instructor in an academy going, oh yes, we understand that, you know, this information you're you're worried about your information being secure you know the martial arts are about keeping your physical person secure so it kind of makes sense all right it's it's you know 
it all it all ties in together. That's, so that's uh, so yeah. So I mean that's that's kind of a so there you go. As a as you know an instructor and someone who runs a dojo and uh, you know etc. It's that's that's a good you know check of like wow you know people are really asking all that you know and it's yeah. like should I be asking that? Well no. <laughs> and, no. And pursuant to our conversation, no, I don't think I should be asking that. Um, no. So there's going on. So uh, and his uh, other question was about meditation. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's 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 do the yin and the yang. So now we did the yin, which was you know the the uptight, ah. you know. Uh-huh. Now yeah, we'll do the, uh, the yang of the, the softer, the, right? the hippie question. Right. It says um, meditation. Have you done it? Do you teach it? Martial arts in general have been getting more practical and less mystical. That's a very good um, uh, observation there, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. to me, Ryan, uh, to me, uh, meditation seems like. One of the most practical things to do is high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. You should meditate. You're stressed at work. You should meditate or join a local dojo. You know, uh, <laughs> got a wife. You should meditate. You know, <laughs> got got a husband. You probably should just like really seriously meditate. Um, <laughs> see, see how I did that. I, I, I did. I, I lost. I lost half of our viewership, and then I just brought it back. PC of you there. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you know, there's my, myself, uh, myself, and uh, a martial artist that. Uh, I talked to you up here in Canada, over in Toronto. We were talking about some stuff about a seminar, and I said something about pricing, and you know, blah 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 blah. And I and uh, he basically just echoed something that my wife said was like, you know, people should pay you. You're taking your time to do this. You you're, you're working. You're studying. You're you're doing all this thing like that. Eh, people should definitely pay you for your time to 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 run to teach a seminar. You know, you shouldn't just be doing it for coffee. Mm-hmm. And I said that, I said, that's exactly what my wife said. And she goes, well, you know, wives are always smarter than us. So uh, it's, it's very true. Um, true. He says, meditating regularly is one of his new New Year's resolutions, which of course was a couple months ago. Been doing it mm-hmm. so, so far, five minutes a day. He's been using an app to help track it uh, because yep. there's an app for that, you know. Um, there's always an app for that. And uh, keeps track of the time and how many days he does it. He said, uh, I said uh, is martial arts training meditation in and of itself? Uh, is it worth taking more time to sit still and breathe, or should I just practice a breathing form or something? Uh, for me, uh, mm-hmm. I, I read a book, and I'm, I've, I forget the name. I, I want to say it was Zen in the Martial Arts, uh, okay. but it may have been something else. But anyway, uh, one of the big things, that, one of the takeaways that I got from the book, clearly not the title or who wrote it, was they said, when you're when you, uh, doing karate, you're moving Zen. Or you're doing martial ah. arts, you're moving Zen. So... Uh, yes. You are, you know, you are in, in the state of Zen at a certain point when you're doing your stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Later in life, when I when I studied Tai Chi, I really got that. I, yeah. you know, I really and so now, like, well, now when I'm doing my kata, uh, the other day I was having a really, 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 really bad day, and um, I just I took a minute and I and I actually sat down and tried to just breathe and relax, and it just wasn't putting me there. And I just yeah. did I did a kata. You know, and I did a kata in my mindset of just really kind of focusing, you know, on what I was doing, and I was yep. in a much better place at the end of that kata. So, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, I think that I mean, it's kind of what works for you. I mean, if if yep. just setting and being centered and you know doing whatever you want to do to to meditate, if that works mm-hmm. for you. I mean, I, but I also think for me, it's it's the moving part. You know. Um, yeah. The uh, so. Oh, go ahead. It, well, um, so I read a book a couple years ago called uh, 10% Happier, uh, and it was about a guy who had a panic attack uh, during a news broadcast, and 
you can look this up. I, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, but uh, essentially he goes through the book and talking about where his life was and that he found meditation. And uh, I have been on and off doing meditation for probably a year or two now. Uh, and I have found it interesting. The, the, the science of it is, is fascinating. And, and essentially it's, it's really about being able to exercise the, the neural pathways in your brain so you can get back to a place of calm relatively easily and quickly. Because what happens is, is your, your, your sort of emotional center um, can easily override uh, your rational brain, uh, and that's where that's where you get panicked, right? It's called the monkey mind. And so, if you start these these downward spirals of of negative thoughts, for example, um, I it 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 will help you be able to pull out of those negative thoughts um, more quickly. Uh, and it's a lot like, I think of it like, like exercising any other muscle in the body. Um, if, if you want to gain more control of what you're thinking, then you have to practice controlling what you're thinking. So the act of, of mindfulness meditation, which is the only thing I've done. So the only thing I can speak to the 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 practice of mindfulness meditation allows you to exercise pulling your brain under control um so i i think there's a lot of benefit to to mindfulness meditation uh especially when you get into a rhythm of doing it on uh, a daily basis you know 5 minutes a, a day is is better than an hour a week um and I think too that that sometimes in in the frenzy of your day, uh, to make sure that you set aside five minutes to do to to be quiet um, is is a good thing. Just I mean, even if you didn't meditate, if you just sat for five minutes and I don't know, not looked at your phone, right? <laughs> uh, that might be a good thing. Um, <clears throat> I had a, I had more success when I did it in the mornings. Uh, any I, I've heard anything that you really really want to make a new habit, you you should put on in the morning because you're much more likely to have time to do something in the morning. Uh, if you schedule it for the afternoon, it's much much likely to get pushed by something else in your schedule. Like recording um, a podcast. Like recording a podcast, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, uh, I also think I, I have always thought of my martial arts as a moving meditation because you know there's there's nothing that will that will focus your mind faster than a fist coming at your head. Um, and I mean, that's a kind of a slight exaggeration, but, uh, that is true, but also learning a new form. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people say that if you want to develop the ability to focus, learn a new skill, learn how to play the piano, um, you know, learn something because when you're, when you're truly engaged in learning something, uh, you have to be focused. 
and all that other stuff washes away. And for me, the, the, the great thing about martial arts is that it's something I have a real passion for as well. So I'm more easily able to focus on it. Um, and you know, one of the great things is, is that I know that for me, it was, it was very ceremonial for me, for me to, to bow in because that was sort of my ritual of saying the, the world behind me is behind me. And this is what I'm going to focus on for an hour. And I'm going to be here and focus on this. Uh, it was, I remember there have been a couple of times um, when for whatever reason, I would like, I would have to bring my phone into the dojo because I was either waiting for an important call or I, I knew that, um, you know, my, my wife was driving somewhere and the, I, I knew that the car was acting funny or just some weird situation where I needed my phone. And I wasn't able to keep that focus and, and, and it never even rang, but just having that in the corner of my head really distracted me from class. And it was, it, it was very mentally distracting. Um, so I think, you know, like your story of, being able to sort of get back to calm is that in in my opinion what's happening is is your your brain is going oh i remember what calm is like this because when we do this thing we are supposed to be calm so i'm going to be calm for a while and then after the fact you go hey i'm calm now because my brain just kind of needed a push in the right direction and a little reminder of, of what it meant to be calm. Uh, I use an app called Headspace. Um, and one of the things that they talk about is uh, a visualization where you think of uh, uh, an overcast day. And all of your problems are the clouds. And there's a calm blue sky above it. And the idea is is that the clouds don't go away, but you can kind of push them to the side so that you can at least see the calm blue sky above. And you start to go, okay, so my problems are not as overwhelming as I thought, or at least I can, I can address them and approach them in a, in a better way than if I'm overwhelmed by them. You know, the, I think that the, um, the hitchhiker's guide thing where the first rule is don't panic, uh, and it, it, it's the same with the, the fight, flight, or, or freeze reaction, right? The one thing you don't want to do is freeze. And the one, one of the things you're likely to do when you panic is freeze. So, you know, if you can get your brain to a calm place, you're actually much more able to, to take on the stresses of the day. Uh, so that's, that's been my experience with meditation. Uh, I, I do not, I don't know how I feel about instructors incorporating that as, as part of their practice. I've, I've seen people do it, um, as like at the, at the end of class, uh, you sort of have a meditation time. Think what might be more appropriate is like have a couple of minutes of, of quiet uh, 
and people can pray if they want to pray. They can meditate if they want to pre- meditate. They can kind of do whatever they want during that quiet time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, how do you feel about that? If, if somebody said, if, if you were going to a class and at the end of the class, they said, we're going to do five minutes of mindfulness meditation at the end of the class. Well, I mean, I really don't have a problem with it. It's, uh, and because it's, it's just as silly as anything else we do. I mean, you know, we work at, I, <laughs> I, I, uh, well, hang on, just hang on to me. Uh, you know, yeah. I actually, you know, uh, mentioned that to somebody the other day when I was having a, a, a robust Facebook uh, forum ah. chit chat. And you know, uh-huh. one of the things was like, you know, people were in there and I was like, you know, how serious can you take any of this? We work out in pajamas. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> just, you know, before you go getting all highfalutin, remember, we, we choose to put on pajamas and take off our shoes and, and do this stuff. So, um, but, uh, you know, like for us, uh, well, what I was going to relate was uh, a year or two years ago, I guess, maybe, uh, I was training a lot with my, my Goju friends, and at the beginning of the class, they do Moksu, which is, a, you know, like sort of a meditational breathing kind of thing at the beginning of the oh, class. Okay. And, okay. you know, I kind of liked it. I was kind of looking at it. I was like, oh, this is kind of nice, you know? Yeah. And I said something to him. They said, yeah, it's just, you know, it's... And then I, I had been to... I'd gone to some other Japanese school, Shotokan school, whatever, and they did it too. Um, okay. So I was like, okay. So I decided I was going to start doing that. So at the beginning of class, and I told everybody, I said, look, you know, it's not hippy dippy. Of course, you know, I'm in Austin. So, you know, I could say, you right. know, it's our chakras and whatnot. Um, <laughs> and, and, but, you know, I just said, everybody says, like, you know, I think it's good because, like you, like you mentioned at the beginning of class, like my like routine of coming in, opening the doors, turning on the music, opening the curtains. And you know, uh, you know, sweeping the floor, and then like putting on my gi and tying my belt was all like a thing of like getting into my head mm-hmm. of getting you know mm-hmm. prep for class, and That's so right. uh, and so I had that extra you know ten minutes or so or what you know whatever it was yeah. that maybe students didn't have right they came in off the street yeah. they went and changed and they came on the floor they were late they were u- in. they were usually late uh, you know they didn't bring me any yeah. coffee you know there's lots of <laughs> lots of hits against them at that point so. Uh, right. Anyway, I, so I said, and then uh, I also, at, in, in that time, finally built kind of a showman, you know, uh, ceremonial area that we could put up into the front of, of the class. So I was like, all right, you know, we're going we're gonna to do that. And, you know, we're just going to breathe for a few minutes. And, you know, it mostly it's driven by me. It's like when I think that everyone is kind of, when it's quiet. A little bit. Yeah, 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 you know, like, like, so, like, when, when I kind of feel that, like, everyone has kind of stopped moving and is just kind of there and whatever, then I stop it. So uh, there's no real preset amount of time. So it's usually when I can pop my neck a couple of times, and that means I know I've kind of released some of that tension in my shoulders, and, yeah. and then I, then I go, because it's all about me, baby, and my dojo. So, <laughs> but I, anyway, so I, so I've been doing that for like a, a year or so. Uh, and you know, now that I'm up here in Montreal and I'm watching the videos uh, that my students are sending me of class, I notice they haven't been doing that. And the other night, one of the, one of our students kind of, and I, so we, we get done, I take a big deep breath. I say, you know, you know, as we're done. Uh, and then I turn around and I tell everybody, I say, okay, leave the outside outside. And, you know, it's like, you know, we're done. We're here to, you know, plan our pajamas. So I noticed they haven't been doing that. And one of the uh, guys kind of had a moment. And my students actually emailed me and said, and my senior guys were like, hey, how do we handle this? 
because he kind of got a little, and he says he may have had a bad day, and he's kind of a high-strung guy a little bit, and so I was like, well, maybe, maybe we're missing that part of him getting in and mm -hmm. putting his gi on and relaxing and taking a few moments to get in and let everything go, and then let's do our thing. So, yeah. uh, and so I've, I've going to remind them, hey, you know, you haven't been doing this. You probably need to get back in there, too. Because I do think there's some moments of, you know, what do I want to work on? You know, how am I, you know, how am I feeling tonight? Mm -hmm. That that sort mm -hmm. of thing that you don't get because you don't get a moment of between getting in your car and, and driving to the dojo and, you know, going in and changing clothes and, you know, doing the thing and saying hi and warming up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You just don't get a chance to kind of decouple and, and relax. So uh, I think it's important. Uh, and then, uh, you know, of just being relaxed and calm. I mean, the, I also do it when I'm stretching. So like at the beginning of the class, when I'm stretching, that's another time where I'm starting to like, I'm feeling my body and, you know, mm -hmm. and so you could say that's sort of somewhere in the middle of being quiet and being moving as I'm moving, but I'm being quiet and I'm just kind of paying attention to me. So, yep. uh, I, but I think it's a very important tool. I, I think it's, uh, and I really think, uh, like he says, you know, it, karate and martial arts have been going much more practical. Of, yeah. of of missing you know uh, of of getting you know like I, I again I said in the forum like when I hear people say like combat like we're not training to combat we're training to defend ourselves and and you know we're not in combat we're in a dojo we're working out and you know keep it all in contact so yeah. you know it's 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 getting away from that because that's easy and I think the the meditation and getting to your head and kind of identifying yourself and and, and whatnot is harder you know and 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 people like easy. And I like easy. I teach, yes. I teach lazy karate, but I mean, sometimes you got to work. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think too, as far as the meditation goes, is that there, there are very few things in life. Uh, you, you know, like the book I mentioned, it's, that's called 10% happier. Um, he was essentially saying, look, I don't want to overhype this thing. Right. But what if I could tell you that you could be 10% happier? I'm not going to say that your life is going to be blissful. And that everything is going to be awesome. But what if for the price of 10 minutes a day, you can get a little bit extra out of life? Um, and I think that it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. Um, uh, but like the Headspace app, for example, I think it's free for the first two weeks. So you can try it. And really for 10 minutes a day for, for two weeks, give it a shot it's totally free and there's nothing wrong with trying it out. Uh, and you might feel weird. I know I did. Uh, uh it's especially weird to, to say, Hey, Hey honey, I'm, I'm going to go in this room and be quiet for 10 minutes. <laughs> so that might feel a little bit weird, but, uh, I don't know. Like I say, it's, it's, it's free. So why not give it a shot? Maybe we should do a, a special, you know, like five minute, meditation podcast and it's just quiet you know it's just like silence like we just don't <laughs> it just you know and you can be like hey I'm, I'm listening to a podcast and for five minutes it's just quiet uh-huh that and, might uh, be a thing and, and then people are probably yes we would appreciate a quiet podcast where you guys were quiet that would be great um <laughs> Uh, you, guys so, would only, you guys would only shut up and be the perfect podcast. Right. You know, uh, we, yeah. So, so those are really great questions, Warren. Thank you for sending them to us. Yeah. We apologize for the, the length of time that it, it took to get to it. Um, but we appreciate it and keep, keep them coming. Um, yeah, and I'm looking back and, and he sent some email, uh, another email a few months ago with some questions mm -hmm. and I don't know mm -hmm. if we answered those. So I'm going to go back and, and, and see if, uh, we can't do oh. those because I, I it, again, 
this is where the conversation starts. We want the conversation going. And so I'm going to post right. these questions on the uh, Facebook group, and that way Excellent. everyone can, can get their own hack at it. Um, Excellent. I think that was a good show, and we're right on just uh, – we're almost – over, uh, just over time, I guess. Uh, just over time. Just over time. Uh, so, again, everybody, uh, email us, karatecafe at gmail.com. Tweet us on the Twitter. Uh, if you see us online, ping us on the Facebook group. Post the question, and we will, or uh, private message us if, if, if you're, you know, shy. Uh, and we will uh, give you our, our impassioned and no doubt wrong. Completely biased and incorrect. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, so Ryan, uh, thanks again. Dan, always a pleasure to talk to you. Always a pleasure, Paul. And we will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. You can join the conversation by emailing us at karatecafe at gmail.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, television, radio, or new media web project, contact me at stevehendersonvoiceovers at gmail.com or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.